FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Pod. This one a little different, but thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Maybe this cost me my Renthal sponsorship. I'm not sure or not. We can get into that. But Renthal.com, super informative website. And uh, whether it's a dealer inventory locator, whether it's a bar band comparison chart, it's got it all going on at Renthal.com. Of course, Kawasaki, Honda, KTM, the big factories using Renthal products. Mountain bike bars and stems as well. Carbon and aluminum for bars on that. Sprockets, chains, grips, and the 7 eighths to Fat Bar 36. I've got you covered. Love the guys at Renthal. Great product. And the, the newest Renthal rider on the Renthal Reaction podcast, Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you, Steve? I'm great. We are we are doing this podcast. It is not a motocross-related podcast. I just want to let everybody know that. They should have known that from the title. Uh, but, um, yeah, Kiefer Which goes to the it's sphere. Fine. It is fine. Well, I, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Kiefer goes to the sphere. That's the title of this. Uh, if anybody listens to my shows, <laughs> they know how uh, enthralled I am with the sphere here in Vegas, as well as you two, you two great band, uh, one of my favorite bands. And then the sphere is simply next level. And I've been talking about this and promoting it. And, and now the public wants, wants to know, we went last night, uh, Chris Kiefer to the sphere. And, uh, despite a rocky start before we entered the venue, uh, we'll get into it. Right. Yeah, it was, uh, first of all, it was kind of nice. You can actually go to a hotel. So I'm just going to give the full experience here. So people that have never been, go to the Venetian. You can stay at the Venetian or whatever. You can go directly from your hotel. There's a tunnel or like a walkway to the sphere, which is nice. Um, so I like that. It's convenient for one. So you know me. I don't like to do a lot of shit. I have an umbilical cord attached to my house. And to make it easy to go see a concert, I'm all in. So that was easy. But – we're in line, which is, you know, a fairly long line to get in to see you two, which I, I think I kind of expected. But um, as we're all herding in like cattle to try to get through security, we have people cutting in and out of lines and trying to get in. You know, we're all waiting in line to do the same thing. Yeah, and but it's slowly funneling down to the front. You yeah, know? yeah, we're slowly getting there. And then you got these three dudes that want to cut in line and then um, – I didn't see it, but bumped your shoulder, and, and then you, you barked up a little bit. I did. I did. Nothing worse than those type of people, especially, like, when we got further back coming in the sphere. I mean, it was kind of like a Wild West, so I get the people that were snaking by. But at the point where they did it, like, there was a clear and defined line for people checking their tickets. You know, it, was, uh, it wasn't, like, as much of a mixed – it was a clear line. And, yeah, yeah the, his buddy – Ran into my shoulder from behind, like like jolt, jolted me like that, and then the three of them went right past us and ducked right in front of people to to get their tickets checked, and that was enough for me. I lost it. I wasn't going to fight though. You you exaggerated that. Keeper. Well, it's like it's like so. If I can relate it to people, it's like you know you're st- you're in your car and you're waiting on the stoplight, and there's like a long line, and then you got some dude that goes on the shoulder and try to snakes you in right before the light to try to cut everybody off. It was kind of like that. Yeah, and I said to the guy, "Oh yeah, man, hey, we're." We've all been waiting, but yeah, you go ahead. And then that guy did not like that. But it's like you're you should feel ashamed. You you were just called out for a shitty move. But instead, the guy wanted to to talk tough. And and yeah, I'm just well, like whatever. You, 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 see, what you're not telling the people oh. is you're you're. It was very loud. It was loud. It was aggressive. Like how your tone was. And as soon as I've heard that, I've only heard this a few times from Steve. And every time that I've heard it. 
it's been an, an upsetting situation. So I was like, okay, we're at this level oh, now. Stop it. It wasn't no, this that. Is, this is facts. This is for real. So I'm like, oh shit. Steve's lipping off a little bit. This guy's barking back. And then it paused for about three seconds. And then you said something else because you kept going, yeah, man, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. no, because he was, that, that, and no. then that made this guy come back. So then he started walking towards you. So this is when I intervened and I came in and just put my hand around his neck, shoulder area. <laughs> and I go, hey, man, just fucking keep it moving. Just, just keep walking. It's all good. Just walk. And then. I've learned from my SWAT buddies that there's certain things that you need to do before something goes down, and I was ready for whatever happened. <laughs> so I had my guys back if it was about to go down, Listen, but it didn't. They there went was, forward. It was I, fine. I, I, just so. said, I just said to them, hey, man, we've all been waiting here. So, you know, like just same no, line. Say it like you said it. Well, I, I, whatever. It was more yeah, aggressive than that. I was obviously louder so they could hear me. But then yeah. the guy was like, go ahead, go ahead. I'm like, no, no, like, I'm, go ahead of me. Like, what does that matter, man? You've already done the douchebag move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't matter. And then I'm and like, then no, he asked go. you where you live? Yeah, he goes, where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? I said, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't even know, dude. Like, maybe he would have he chilled. Hey, man, I'm yeah. from local. All right, hey, cool, man. I'm hey, man, I'm from Delaware. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> like, what? Like, what does that matter? Shut up, losers. And then the guy, not to keep talking about it, yeah. but the guy asked Steve, he's like, would well, you want to go in front of me? And Steve's like, no, man, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And the guy's like, okay. Yeah. And then so when the guy actually did it, he's like, oh, so you're going to go in front of me? <laughs> yeah. Said. And I was like, holy shit, man. Did, did you guys got to shut up so we can just keep going? Did like, you see what? I got thanked, though, from a random, random person? Oh, no. You were in the right for sure. Yeah. The guy was like, thank you, man. Thanks. And I'm like, yeah, these guys. Like, it's like, I mean, like I said, the guy hit my shoulder. That was more than anything. And I'm just like. Anyways, it was but not, I, not I was a rocky start, in, a rocky start to the sphere. Yeah, I was going to say, I was laughing inside because you hyped the sphere up, and then here we are, not even in yet. We're about to throw hands, and I'm like, oh, my no, God. I, I am not. I never would have fought anybody. I never would have. I'm not, I'm not that way. But I, Well, I'm not saying you would have threw the first punch, but yeah. the guy comes at you. Yeah. You best be doing something. Uh, well, listen, we made it in. Uh, you made the we joke about in. you made the joke about watch. We're sitting right next to these three guys. <laughs> that would be so typical. Uh, yeah, so we got in and we got Steve needed drinks. Okay, so I didn't know this was happening. Steve needed drinks before we went in, which uh -huh. is understandable. Yeah. I'm usually a merch guy. I didn't buy any merch, uh, but Steve wanted two tall boys of whatever the hell you got. I don't know what it is. Tito's and soda. Tito's and soda. I got a water, and it was $72. <laughs> and I was like, holy crap, which I can't complain. The tickets were expensive. You pay for the tickets, so it's all good there. But you doubled up. You're like, I'm not moving. Yeah. I need the drinks. I don't want to come back. So you're ready to rock. You like, You know exactly how to play this. And you played it like a fiddle, and you got down there two drinks. And uh, initial reactions – uh, inside of it, when you go inside before it's all lit up, it's not that impressive to me. It looks like a uh, silo, like you're inside of a silo. And um, what is cool is the is the the, the grandstands or the seatings that wrapped around, which is kind of cool. It's a little bit um, honestly, I thought it would have been bigger, so it's it's a little bit smaller than I thought it was going to be. Uh, but nonetheless, they had a DJ there. It was kind of cool, and he was playing some old school rock. And so so far. So good. I was like, okay, I'm I'm getting into this a little bit. Seats were Pretty good. Nice. We were we were row uh, 
uh, section one one oh seven, five rows back from the front. Yeah, like literally, we were right next to the railing, and I was worried. I told Steve this before. I was really worried about trying to stand up all the because con- I hate <laughs> when I go pay for a seat at a concert, and I understand we're going to be up and down and things, but like when. The person, did you notice the people behind us were standing up the whole fucking concert? No, did they really? I didn't notice. No. Yeah. The, the row behind us, there's four dudes, the whole concert standing up. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, I'm getting anxiety because I'm freaking out for the people behind them going, they're probably pissed. Yeah. What's so, your, what's your, like Pookie and I, we've been to so many concerts. It sucks, but you can't say anything. You can't say, hey man, sit down. You can't. I think you can't. Oh, I don't think you can. I think here's how I would play it. If there was someone in front of us, like the people in front, mm-hmm. I would be like, excuse me, um, do you mind sitting down because the person in front of you is sitting down? And if they go, no, man, I'm standing up, I go, okay, no uh, no problem. But, I mean, let them know that okay. it kind of sucks, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it does suck, but I feel like you can't say anything, so – but, yeah, okay. I mean, you paid $500 for a seat. Why the fudge are you standing up? Because <laughs> you're into the music, man. I mean, I'm into it. I can sit down and we can rock out sitting down. I know, but when people got to move when they hear the music, you know, some people. So I, I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it, there were great seats. And yeah. I can't believe you said it's underwhelming. This podcast is already off to a rocky start. Um, well, I'm just saying, there's nothing lit up yet, right? You're looking around. I'm looking at the structure and the whole thing. And it's it's not that impressive to me when it's just bare sitting there, right? Um, but... The guy, the DJ, the car moves. It's like a little moving day glow car that moves around. He gets out of the way. U2 gets on stage. And mind you, I've never seen U2 before. Yeah. You're not a huge U2 fan. I am a fan, but I'm not like gnarly with it. So here's the deal. Like I don't – this is a scale for you. It's not like if I'm traveling across the country, which I just did, not one time did I listen to a whole album of U2. Mm -hmm. So it's mostly like – Oh, I like these songs. I'll listen to some songs, but I've only have one full album downloaded to my phone. Okay, Joshua so Tree. That, that's where we're at, right? Yeah. Um, so they came out, which is really cool. And for those of you guys that are wondering what Steve is like to go to a concert, he's very intelligent because obviously he knows about the band that he's going to see. So there's a lot of backstory that I didn't know about the band, which is kind of nice. So um, it's kind of hanging out with like a vh1 special you know i feel like that's what it's like (laughs) so uh that that was very informative i had questions he had answers about the sphere and you two so yeah no no i'm very i'm very up on the sphere yep yes so uh and then he 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 gave me some past experiences from the had when he was at the sphere but uh yeah the opening was really cool and then once the lights go on behind the band and things start popping uh Look it, you've God, I don't even want to say that. Yeah, yeah, let it go. Let it go. Yeah. You've pumped this up a lot, right? So mm-hmm. I'm expecting on the way me and Heather are driving out there and like, look, dude, he's pumped this up so much. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna have as good of a time as he thinks I need to have. Uh, but it is truly an amazing experience besides the music. The music enhances it. I was worried about the two canceling each other out you know or like one more than the other and i would say yes predominantly 
the graphics behind the band do dominate the music a little bit, but in some instances, the music enhanced the graphic, if that makes sense. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't all in at the very beginning. I was like, this is cool. I think this is really nice. This is pretty bitchin'. There was one graphic that almost got me motion sickness because I couldn't keep my eyes on the band because it felt like I was floating around or, or something weird. And, and, uh, but then they started getting deeper in the catalog and they did an acoustic set, which was really cool. Um, there was a girl having a heart attack. I don't know what was going on, but Bono wanted the area cleared out. And this one guy wasn't getting cleared out and he was getting yelled at, but a very interactive concert. Yeah. And they did a crowded house cover, which was only the second time they've done that on this tour. Yeah, uh, they did seconds. The song called Seconds, and if that's the first time they unveil it on tour. Uh, so you got a little bit of a lucky set list, sir. Um, so how many? I didn't ask you this, but how many? You've been to what? Five or six? Five. Okay, so out of these five, how many of those were the same? Three. Three. Yeah. So you got a little bit a taste of a little something different as well. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The band I think knows that the sphere is the star, so you can see they they wow you with the sphere to start they bring it down with no nothing on the sphere or nothing on the screen then they then they bring then they kind of like the last part when they came back out before the encore it's not yeah. as prominent there's not as many graphics going on it's more you know just kind of standard stuff and then at the very end the, the encore they wow you again you know they almost yeah they kind of know that it's a I roller think. coaster honestly the music's a roller coaster that he's soft and builds up you know, I like music that builds up a lot, and it was a mix of that on each side of it, the graphics and the music. Um, so where I really, really started, like, going, like, holy shit, this is really, really cool, is deeper in the set, when the backdrop was more of the Vegas backdrop, it looked like it was a live feed from outside. And what you said, it was that was the sphere area before it was built? Well, you're, that's what no, you're no, it, that, that's exactly what's behind the sphere, the, where the okay. stage is. That's the other side outside. So is that a live shot or not? No, no, no. Okay, so it looks that way, right? So it feels like you're outside in this concert hall. Um, I'm sorry, in just, in just outside in the concert. And the backdrop, there's hotels and things. And then for me, like... Um, the, I'm, I'm a desert rat, right? So I love, I think there's a beauty in the desert that I don't think a lot of people can find, right? Because I've been raised out mm -hmm. here. So uh, when there is, uh, like, the streets are coming on, right? And you have this desert, dry lake, tumbleweed landscape. You have this flag that's burning or smoking behind the band. And then um, I was telling Steve this on the way out of the concert. There's something about the guitar sound that the edge has, and there's other bands that I like too, but like, it's like a hollow guitar sound that echoes through. And for me, there's certain like instruments that resonate with me and hit me hard. Like I'm sure that some of the people listen to this and you, Steve, when certain instruments hit, you get goosebumps or something hits you and you're like, Holy shit. So as the sphere is unleashing her best behind you too, with the desert landscape, which is, driving me straight into the heart right um the the intro from streets comes on and once that guitar note hits like 
it fucked me up. Like it, it like, I, you can ask Heather, sometimes music will come and I'll just start crying. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I go, I don't know. It's just certain, <laughs> certain things that hit me that makes me feel. And there's not a lot of things like that out in the world for me to be like that. So once I can relate to where I'm from, the desert, and then I relate the song to things that I did when I was younger, it is a, and I told this to Steve and he got really happy. It is like a, I am not a religious person, but it is like a religious experience for me. It's spherical. It's, yes, right. Heather said that. I think Heather used the word spherical. No, Pookie came up with that. Oh, because you said spiritual and then Pookie yeah, said Yeah, so I said it's a spiritual and it, so it's it is a spherical feeling for me. So uh, it was really cool. So the desert, the sun comes up in the desert behind the band. They play streets and then you can see the daylight is going and then it turns into um, almost like the dry lake bed turns into water and the water is rising behind the band and there's this big ball uh behind the band and then once the rock you can see the water rising above the band and it goes over the hills and the mountain and it's just all water and this ball comes floating towards the crowd and behind the band and then it looks like an eye but it's not and it's a hole in this ball and then it's, this ball starts opening up and the and the opening of the ball engulfs the the band and the crowd and then you're inside of this ball while uh with or without you is playing in the background again i wasn't in all in until <laughs> those those moments like i was having a good time if steve said this was a 10 i was about a six or a seven which is a good time hmm. and then these things have happened to me and then now i'm I am fucking like, wow, this is really, really amazing. And then I'm the type of person, like, I like to live in the in what I'm doing. And then those things are, like, embedded in my memory. So I'll forget that time for a very long time. Like, that was – it was a really, really cool experience. Again, I'm not a huge U2 guy, but there were points in my life that I loved U2 and that I remember. And all of that stuff hit me at that time, which was very, very cool. So one of the things I've said, because there's plenty of U2 haters out there, which I don't get, but they're out there. I've said, okay, fine. If you don't like U2, no problem. Go to the Sphere if there's a band playing that you like. And right. do, you, do you agree? Yes, absolutely. Like whatever band you like, if they're at the Sphere, make a trip, fly out, go to there, because it takes a concert to a next level. It really does. Like for me, and I didn't even talk about this, but at the end, um, as the the ball engulfs you, you know, in this in this hole, you go through the ball, and then you're in this water as it dries up, and then there's all these animals that are Nevada, like all Nevada type animals, native to Nevada. Yeah, they're native to Nevada, and they're all above you, right? So fish. Uh, cre all just different kinds of creatures, right? And it looks like the water subsided, and you have these these dried up animals that are dead above you and just sitting there. And then the the song is playing, right? So you get it. It's emotional, like it's emotional. Like I don't know. This is where my mind goes when I see all this <laughs> shit, right? So it it enhances the experience because not only are you listening to the music, but then you're visualizing all these things that are living out there. And for me, when I think of you too, I think of like peace and like trying to make the world a better place. So this is what he preaches and all these things. So it's like 
it, it is it's a truly it's an experience. Like yeah. I feel like yeah, it's 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 really cool. I mean, look, I'm a huge U2 fan, so when you add in the sphere to the U2, I, I'm all in. Like the, the 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 song "The Fly" with the numbers behind them and the digital wall coming down on you. Yes. Like I'm in. Like I was dying at that. I'm like, this is the coolest thing ever. Right, right there. Yeah. It's, if some of you do get motion sickness, you might get fucked up because, man, there are some graphics that y- you feel like you're in the graphic and your eyes, like for me, my eyes couldn't keep up with the band because my, my, there was so much going on. But that was only one graphic that really did that to mm-hmm. me. Other, other graphics were fine and amazing. I was in a lightning storm. Mm, yeah. Which is awesome. Like, you're, yeah, it's just really cool. So it, look at I don't want Steve to be right. Like, listen, if there's anybody out there that would love to have said, I don't think it's that great, Steve, you're tripping. I really can't say that because I really did have a great experience. But I think you have to have some kind of feeling and attachment to where you're at. And that's where I'm at. Or maybe the music, just a feeling of music, just like music, you know? Yeah, and I think it's music, but also you need to understand what you're you're viewing as you're listening to the music, you know? And And... I've gotten videos from other people that went from other areas, and even up up above us doesn't look bad. No, they're fine. We sat in the 300s one time. But yeah. for me, if you are going to go there, I'm I'm not a rich man, but like music's important to me. I, look, at $500 is a lot of money for one seat, but it's almost worth it because— Oh, it's God, worth it, sir. Oh, it's You worth get it. a lot of experience for that $500. At least sit down in your fucking seat and don't stand up. <laughs> Rentall.com, Rentall Reaction. Kiefer goes to the sphere. Please check out Rentall. This might be the last Rentall Reaction if, if Perbino <laughs> sees it. But uh, uh, no, man, I, listen, uh, it, it, uh, I'm, I feel so – like obviously the joke is like I'm the sphere ambassador and all this. But I feel like I've been asked about the sphere so many times. I mean, I'm in Paris. I'm getting asked about it. You know, I, I'm I'm everywhere. I'm getting asked about this venue, and and I, I'm just amazed. I, I love music. You love music. So yeah, like like I, I there's just, a lot of people. If you listen to Sirius XM Radio, they talk about the sphere a lot. Like who's coming, what's next. So it's a very popular uh, location to see a, a a band. So I can't wait. To see what they do later. Are we having residencies all the time? Are we going to have people dipping in and yeah, out? Yep. And if they are having residency, who's coming? Because uh, I, I feel like that could only go to some type of bands. Like not everyone could play there and make it as great as U2 was. You know? No, I agree. Yeah, you got to have a, the right kind of band like Foo Fighters or Tool would be great. Or, you Foo know. Fighters would be amazing. Yeah. I, I would be blown out if Foo Fighters. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty cool. I mean, look, I... I <laughs> $500 to me, uh, I'm saying this carefully, it's not that much money. I mean, that's a lot of money, dude. <laughs> okay. It's a lot of fucking it, money. Steve. I mean, it's it's a couple hundred dollars going to NFL game. Exactly, but it doesn't matter how you look at it. It's $500. How many people listen think of what they could pay bills-wise for $500? Like, there's a, it's a lot of things. Okay, but I'm saying, like, you look at a youth, uh, football game is $200, hockey game is $200, you know. Uh, yeah. If you go out for dinner with your wife, it's two, $300, you know, at a nice place. Like, Well, that's the thing about me. Like, I don't like to do a lot of things. So I like to ride dirt bikes, mm-hmm. ride my bicycles, and go to concerts. So those three things I will spend money on. I don't have a lot of other hobbies, so I can justify it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, I think, I think to me, the, um, and again, I'm biased, but... That was a five hundred dollar experience. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not going to debate and, that. That and, that is worth five hundred dollars to me. And the upper the upper tickets are, I think, three fifty or four hundred. So they're a little cheaper. Yeah, I mean, for yeah. me, like, why if you're di- you're dipping three fifty, what's an extra hundred and fifty dollars to get down there? You right. Know? Right. Yeah. So okay. Like I, I, huh? And here's the deal: I might go again. Really? So I told Greg, and I showed him those videos that I took. <laughs> He started crying, and I go, that's the type of guy I want to bring to this thing because he would get it. Did he, did he understand? Did he remember that he didn't like you too? Oh, pull, pull, pull. no. Okay. He sent me a text and said, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No, we're live. Right? Oh, so, we're going, but I've got to read this. Yeah, one time Greg, Kiefer's buddy, my friend as well, uh, told me how he just doesn't like you too. It's too political. Be quiet and sing. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I said, I get it, but like – you two donated hundreds of millions of dollars to like AIDS research and anti-war thing. I mean, they've actually done a lot. They do. They have a red section every single show, and all the money goes to um, medical research or AIDS research or something. Like they put their money where their mouth is. So I do feel like you two can be a bit political, sure, but I feel like they back it up. And they actually had a big argument on the way. I don't know where we were going. You guys were talking. We about were going this. to so Sammy I Hagar guess. concert. We were going to Hagar. Yeah, yeah. So I get this text today. I showed him. He's like, "Damn it, I I can only imagine." Also. I like them and the message they send. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Greg, sir, I'd like to. I'd like to. I'm like, all right, he's back. He's yeah, back. Listen, that's fine. I won't even bring it up. If he wants to go, he can go. It's it's great. So so I might I might look for tickets just to go again. If I if I if now I now we're talking. Week, you know. Now we're talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, love it. And here's the thing: it's not like I would want to go for me to see it again. I think I got my fill. Uh-huh. But to share that, I think this is where you're at with it. Like bringing me, because I think you knew I would kind of appreciate. Oh some yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So like that's part of it for me is to bring someone that would get it. You well, know? I was I'd seen them enough, and I think I told the story on the air. But I got tickets to the fan club, five hundred each, right? Thousand bucks these seats, and I was talking to McGrath when he was up here for the skip brewery and he was telling me him and his wife want to go so bad. His wife loves you too. I gave them to Jeremy and I said, here, take them, go to sphere. It's amazing. If you love, if she loves you too, she can have these tickets. Think of all the time Jeremy McGrath has given me in 15 years as a media guy, no problem giving him those tickets. And he was super appreciative, but he couldn't make it. He's got King of hammers. So then I got him back from MC and then you were first the guy I thought of. Yeah. So, yeah, well, thank you. That was a good, that was a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. Like I've been to Vegas twice this week, which is a lot of driving for me, but uh, yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. So maybe I wasn't really exaggerating. Maybe <sighs> I mean, it was actually really, really cool. I feel like I loved it as much as you, but I still ain't going to talk about it as much as you will. <laughs> well, fair, fair. I mean, I love you too. Like I knew every word to every song they sang, you know, um, and I knew every song and I mean, even, okay. It's my fifth show, but the first show, the first time I went, I loved every song of every moment, you know? So, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a do you get jacked guy. up? Do you, do you like, does it hit you like that, or what does it do? Uh, now, not so much. <laughs> Five shows in. But, first, but, like, your first time seeing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I was amazed the whole time, though. You said it kind of, you you said it kind of took you to the towards the end to really get hit by it. Not yeah. me. I was in right away, loving every single second of it. Uh, and, and, and the sphere just, I'm just like this, 
this just adds to any concert you want to go to. All the visuals, all the all the feelings, all the effects, everything else, you know? So I think it what it really took it over the top for me is if they played I, I still haven't found what I'm looking for, that would've like mm-hmm. that would have jacked me up. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm glad you had a good time, buddy. And and I'm glad you're coming in. I you didn't spend the whole time filming either. I was worried about you filming all the time. You were really good that way. You focused on the music. Um you know, you were good. You sat. You got to sit down. Uh, I was a good partner. I was a good you date. Were, you were a good date. You were. You were perfect. Yeah, you were into it. Um, I was. I had your back case. You were going to fight. Yeah. I bought you drinks. Yeah. Like, you I bought, was there. Yeah, you were absolutely. It was. It was really like, in in a bromance terms, it couldn't have gone any better. I feel like it was the perfect date without sealing the deal, right? <laughs> Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, but the sphere, Kiefer goes to the sphere. He gives it a high rating. Um, I. Ten out of ten or nine point five? Nah, I'm going to say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. Okay. All right. Well, I, I give it. A, can, hope you like. Hope you like that. That's okay. That's you. fine. I'm fine. I give it a ten. I told Pookie this morning. I'm like, he's going to love it. He's going to because she's. She's like, what do you think he's going to say? I'm like, oh, he's in. He's in. I could tell when you use the word spiritual last night. I'm like, oh, he's in. So. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even want to tell you because he, he was asking me all the way back to his house. Hey, what do you think? I'm like, nope. We're going to save it. We're going to save it. <laughs> love <laughs> it. Renthal reaction. Kiefer goes to the sphere, everybody. Soak it in. Come up. Drink it in. Drink it in. The, the, the U two's on for another month, and then they're gone. So. Oh, and they got fish? Fish, and then the, the, the dead tribute thing or something with John Mayer. I don't know. What is that? The Grateful Dead or something? It, I think it's all the Grateful Dead members minus the guys who are dead with John Mayer. Oh, God, I'm out. I'm out on that, too. I'm out on fish as well. But, uh, I'm out. There you go, everybody. If Kiefer, I mean, this is a man who makes 70K after taxes and he still <laughs> thinks it's worth it. So, um, exactly. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Appreciate it. Renthal reaction. Kiefer goes to the sphere. Renthal.com. Thanks, guy. Thanks, Steven.